Hi, this is Jim Peek at MySuccessGateway.com. Today I've got Patrick Wanis, human behavior expert and Ph.D. We're talking about uh, Chris Brown and uh, some of the, the violence that's been associated with uh, his past relationships. Welcome, Patrick. Thanks, Jim. It's interesting because there was a contentious interview between Robin Roberts on Good Morning America where she asks singer Chris Brown about the assault on Rihanna and the latest with the restraining order. Apparently the restraining order has been relaxed. You can tell from the interview while watching it that Chris Brown is obviously annoyed and he, he does answer the question and he says, look, I'm really here to talk about my music. And he says, I'm focusing on my music. And a couple of times she says, yes, yes, it's all about the music. We're here to talk about the music. And then she keeps asking him about the situation with Rihanna. Um, there's a couple of points here, but I'll just first say what else happened. Apparently during a commercial break, Chris Brown allegedly became violent in his dressing room. He threw an object at a window, smashing it. Apparently took off his shirt, and after several angry confrontations with the segment producer, other show staff, and building security, he left the building shirtless. Now, it's pretty obvious that Chris Brown hasn't resolved his issues with anger. And I would say that it's his actual anger that's what drove, that is part of what drove him to engage in domestic violence in the first place. So in spite of the fact that it happened two years ago, Chris Brown obviously hasn't received the real help that he needs to resolve the inner anger. Having said that, I can also understand to a certain extent his frustration. After he left Good Morning America, Chris Brown sent out a message on Twitter saying, I'm so over people, bring this past, and he says, shit up, yet we praise Charlie Sheen and other celebs for their bullshit. That's what he question, said. That's what, that, that's what uh, Chris Brown said. Yeah, so Chris Brown sent a message on Twitter saying, I'm so over people bringing this past shit up, yet we praise Charlie Sheen and other celebs for their bullshit. So the question is, is Chris Brown right? Now, it's obvious that the media continues to hound Chris Brown for assaulting Rihanna, but Charlie Sheen, in my opinion, still remains the golden boy, even though he too assaulted a woman. The well, well the thing is, Patrick, though, they don't keep bringing up that assault with the other woman or his ex-wife like, like they're doing with Chris Brown. That's the thing. They're, they're, they're right. more interested in Charlie Brown's, you know, uh, uh, what do they call it, the two and a half men story and, you know, how many grams of cocaine he's doing than how many, how many people he's beaten. Right, and that's the interesting point because let's bring in one other incident Lawrence Taylor. Now, Lawrence Taylor, NHL uh, Hall of Famer who has just come out of court and he was given six years probation, uh, six years probation after pleading guilty to sexual misconduct and patronizing an underage prostitute. Now, Lawrence, interestingly, took up a very similar approach to, uh, to Charlie Sheen when he gets on Fox News and says, look, Prostitution's been around forever. It's the oldest profession in the, in, uh, on the planet, and there's nothing wrong with using prostitutes. Everybody does it. Well, of course, not everybody does it. I don't do it. I'm not going to speak for anybody else. But interestingly, he says, look, you know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I've got nothing to hide. I just never thought I'd get caught. And Nancy Grace on CNN went after him 
saying this is a guy that's really bad. This is a guy that um, that has admitted in the past to spending up to a thousand dollars a day on prostitutes and using four and five and six prostitutes a day. Okay, so she's right that it, he has admitted to that, and obviously prostitution is illegal. And yes, we could argue the principle of prostitution being right or wrong, but more importantly. Why didn't Nancy Grace go after Charlie Sheen with the same amount of passion and enthusiasm? Because Charlie Sheen has always been open, not only about prostitution, but about drug use. Yet no one charges him with the drug use. He's openly said he uses cocaine, he uses his drug. Now, of course, he says he's clean. But what's interesting is that there's so much anger against Chris Brown and yet very little anger against Charlie Sheen, very little anger against Lawrence Taylor, and yet Lawrence Taylor and Charlie Sheen are both fathers. They're both much older, and when Shepard Smith on Fox News questioned Lawrence Taylor about the effect it would have on his son, Lawrence Taylor did a Charlie Sheen and said, oh, it's, just, it's, great. it's great for his upbringing, you know, he'll learn about life. Um, it, it's, it's good for him to learn about reality. I mean, that's pretty much what both Sheen and Lawrence Taylor said in response to those questions. So the point is that neither of them act as responsible fathers. Both, I can't speak for Lawrence Taylor, but Charlie Sheen has, in, has actually assaulted a woman. He pleaded guilty to assaulting Brooke Mueller, and he got 30 days rehab. But the media didn't get angry about that. And my question is, is it about racism? Because Nancy Grace was happy to go after Lawrence Taylor, but did she go after Charlie Sheen? Robin Roberts went after uh, Chris Brown, but did she, would she have gone after Charlie Sheen in the same way? Well, are, they giving, are, are they giving Charlie Sheen a, a pass because he's on drugs? Or using drugs? Well, whether, well, that's an interesting point. Whether someone is on drugs or not, does that justify them beating a woman? Does that justify them engaging in, in illegal activity? Does that justify them being bad fathers and bad role models? Is it because Charlie Sheen has a lot more power than even Lawrence Taylor and Chris Brown? Is it because Charlie Sheen is a Hollywood icon? Is it because people were afraid of him because he's so popular? It's much easier to go after Chris Brown who's an R&B singer, who's young, who's barely 20, 20, 21 years of age. It's much easier to go after him than it is to go after Charlie Sheen, who's very rich, very powerful, very well-connected, and very influential, and who Charlie Sheen wouldn't have the problem or wouldn't have the fear of attacking you back on set. So it's much easier to go after Chris Brown, who you know most likely still hasn't learned to handle his emotions, hasn't resolved his issues, so when he gets upset, he'll just get angry and he'll smash something. And of course, who's going to look worse, Chris Brown or Robin Roberts? Chris Brown, because right. Right. his response was completely inappropriate. I believe that he has a right to be frustrated. I believe he has a right to be angry, but he was completely wrong in his response. What's also interesting, Jim, is when you watch that interview between Robin Roberts and Chris Brown, Notice how she's very patronizing, condescending towards Chris Brown. Chris Brown says, look, I'm here to talk about my music. It's about the music. 
And she says, yes, it's all about the music. And at one point, she touches him on the knee. Now, that's either an act of being patronizing, condescending, or overly familiar. I don't think it's about being overly familiar. Or if she's acting out of a sense of over-familiarity, that still comes from a sense of being patronizing, a sense of being superior, or a sense of arrogance. Obviously, yeah. Chris Brown hasn't been taught... He obviously hasn't really resolved his issues with anger. He hasn't come to peace with what happened with Rihanna because he would, he would have been better off saying, I've apologized about this. I know I'm wrong. I know everyone is angry at me still and I'm asking people to forgive me. I've done everything that the law has asked me to do. I've done my own work to resolve where this came from so that I never treat a woman like this. And now I'm asking people to forgive me and to place the focus on my music because that's my life passion and that's my life purpose. Now, if he said that, I think he would have got a better response out of Robin Roberts as well. But again, I'm simply posing the question of why do we have this favoritism? Is it about racism? Is it about something else? Is it because even Shepard Smith was very gentle on Lawrence Taylor? Now, Lawrence Taylor, as far as I understand, isn't the one that hit this 16-year-old girl. Apparently, according to testimony, some other man punched her in the face. It wasn't Lawrence Taylor. But Shepard Smith was still very gentle with him when he said, you know, how do you think it's going to affect your kid? He never said to him, do you think you're being a really bad role model? And all of the interviews that Charlie Sheen does, people continue to worship him. I mean... Chris Brown is battling to get his message out about his music, but everyone's happy to help Charlie Sheen promote his message about his new tour, which incidentally he's calling the Violent Torpedo of Truth Tour. Notice the violence in, Chris, in Charlie Sheen's language. Throughout his interviews, he refers to violence. The other thing that's interesting is that in my mind, and I use the reference, Charlie Sheen is still a golden boy. Yes, we might be making fun of him. Yes, we might view him as a joke. But he gets all the publicity that he wants. He was on Jimmy Kimmel just a couple of nights ago, and he's still being viewed as this great person. Regardless of whether we might be laughing at him, he's getting the publicity, and everyone's welcoming him, embracing him, and treating him as if he's a golden boy. Interestingly, in the latest issue of Rolling Stone, they refer to Charlie Sheen, as American as pie. Yes, the writer talks about Charlie Sheen being scorned, scoffed at, or being joked, but why would you refer to him as being American as pie? And what's interesting is that the writer in the Rolling Stone magazine talks about how we tend to put Charlie Sheen on a pedestal because of his arrogance and because he has no problem saying, yeah, I'm a drug user, yeah, I use prostitutes, yeah, I have, no, I have no apologies for who I am. And that's what Lawrence Taylor did. So I'm wondering, is that the answer? Is that what people want to hear? Do people want to hear Chris Brown come out and say, yeah, I'm a bad person, but I'm not apologizing for it? I don't think that's what they want to hear in Chris Brown's case because Chris Brown isn't an icon in the sense that Charlie Sheen is. And that goes back to something that I've said in other interviews, Jim, where I said that we have idolized for far too long Charlie Sheen and his bad boy ways. In Spin City, in 
two and a half men, and in many other roles that he's played, he's pretty much doing what he does on screen as what he does off screen. Right, he's playing right. Charlie, the bad boy, who's a womanizer, who basically is just out to have a good time. He's all about self-indulgence, egotism, arrogance, and hedonism. He's all about pleasure and lust. And this might be why we let him get away with it, because it's something that we, unfortunately, strive hard to attain. Because so many people wish they could be the adolescent bad boy who has no sense of responsibility and doesn't care about what he does as long as he can have a good time and have fun. And that's, oh. I think that's maybe, that might answer some of the mistakes that we've, um, we've, we've been making, Jim. I just think that it's wrong. And you know that I'm very passionate when I speak about what's right and what's wrong. And I believe that the interview with Chris Brown was wrong in the way it was presented. I personally felt that Robin Roberts wasn't fair to him. I felt that maybe she was condescending in her approach to him. I believe that Nancy Grace is correct for going after Lawrence Taylor and his use of prostitution. But I also think that Nancy Grace should do the same thing with Charlie Sheen. So I'm just saying, what the question I'm posing is, are we racist? What is the real reason that the media doesn't go after all of the perpetrators in an equal and fair sense? They yeah, went after well, Mel Gibson. That's a, that's a great question. I mean, and, and I think that there is some underlying racism there, and, uh, but, but you, you, know, you can't prove it type of thing. And I also think, Patrick, right. that, that there might be a situation where, you know, Charlie Sheen and Lawrence Taylor quote-unquote, come clean, where Chris Brown says, okay, yes, I did this, but he doesn't really, he's not authentic about, you know, you know yes, I want to put this behind me, but he has, he's not as authentic as Charlie Sheen. I think Charlie Sheen is extremely authentic, you know, like him or hate him, you know, the guy, I, I, I think he is authentic in what he's saying. Well, you're definitely right that, that Charlie Sheen presents himself that way and says, you know, this is who I am, I'm not apologizing for who I am. But having said that, he's a father, and, you, and it, it, I think it would be very difficult for us to argue that he's a responsible father. He's definitely not a good role model. Lawrence Taylor isn't a good role model to his son in the way that he treats women when he says on the Fox News interview, listen, I use prostitutes, so that way I don't have to listen to your feelings. I mean, he's basically saying, I'm not interested in listening to other women's feelings. You know, I don't want to deal with that. I just want to have the sex. I'm not interested in her. So again, it's about this selfish egotistical approach. The final point, and maybe this partially explains it, is that with Chris Brown, we saw the photos of Rihanna. We saw the results of the beating that she got. With Mel Gibson, we heard his anger. We heard his, his craziness. We heard his, 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 not just his anger, but his, the, the vile, the, rage, the, the vile yeah. words that came out of his mouth. We didn't do that with Charlie Sheen, but Brooke Mueller testified or claimed in her police that, that Charlie Sheen sat on her, held a knife to her throat, threatened to have her killed. And yet, again, the media completely ignored that. Only now, Jim, because I said this in June or July of last year about Charlie Sheen, why are we letting him get away with misogyny? Why are we letting him get away with hitting a woman? No one else in the media said a word. But now, 
that he's down, some people in the media are willing to stand up and say, you know what, he's also misogynist. You know what, he's also hit women. So there was an article in the New York Times. There was another article in, in another magazine starting to open up the conversation about Charlie Sheen's behavior. My yeah. only point is that I think we need, I always believe in being fair, just, and reasonable. <laughs> no, my name is not Fox yeah. News. But the point is that we need to look at everyone the same and then question our own motives. Are we being extra harsh on Chris Brown because he has tattoos all over him and because he's black and because he's also connected to rap singers and hip-hop singers? Is that why we're being harder on him? Why are we being hard on him? And why are we giving a free pass to Charlie Sheen? And almost to a certain extent, we're also giving Lawrence Taylor a free pass. And again, is that because he's a football star, a football icon, icon and because Charlie Sheen was a TV and Hollywood icon? But Chris Brown, he's a singer. We don't give him the same. We don't give him the same level of free passes that we do to others. So again, I'm simply questioning our own motives and saying we need to always look in ourselves and say, how do I view this person? Am I consistent? Because wrong is wrong. Yeah, you know, and it's like uh, you watch these lives unravel, and to Chris Brown's, you know, creditor to his point. You know, the, the fact that they're bringing this stuff up, you know, two years afterwards, it's like, you know what, they're just creating another media buzz, you know, to sell more eyeballs and sell more impressions, right? He doesn't know it, but they're, I think they're definitely using him. Well, it's a great way of getting attention. And what's also interesting, though, is it's not just the media. On the blog sites, on the Internet, there are still a lot of people very, very angry at Chris Brown. And he makes it worse for himself because he hasn't dealt with the anger and the rage that still exists within him. And so therefore, he gives people even more cause to become angry at him. But there's a lot of anger and rage also towards Chris Brown that you don't see towards Charlie Sheen and you don't see towards Lawrence Taylor. Where were all the women's groups when Charlie Sheen was involved in, in hitting his wife? Why didn't they speak out? Where, and yet, we did. We were happy to attack... Mel Gibson, but was that because of his other racist comments? Right. So, right. again, my point is to simply say, are we being consistent and are we being fair? And we need, to, we need to determine in our own minds what is right and wrong and be wary of giving people free passes based on our own favoritism, which means we're letting them get away with doing something that is wrong. Hitting a woman is wrong. It doesn't matter whether you're black and 19 years of age or whether you're white and 45 years of age or whether you're a famous footballer and you're black. Now, no. Lawrence Taylor, as far as I know, did not hit a woman. But my point is, hitting a woman is wrong regardless of who you are. This is Jim Deek at My Success Gateway concluding a call with human behavior extract Patrick Wannis. You can find Patrick at patrickwannis.com. I'll spell that for you. It's P-A-T-R-I-C-K-W-A-N-I-S dot com. Thanks so much, Patrick. Thank you, Jim.